thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Thank you so much for joining us today for Jesus the Healer. We are thrilled that you're here with us and we're thrilled to be able to come into the place where you're at today. And uh, the good thing is we bring you something good. We bring you the word. Yeah. And so we're so grateful for what the word has for you today. And we're believing God along with this studio audience. We're believing God with you for answers for your life. Yeah healing for your body, peace for your mind, wisdom for your living. And so we, we are so grateful. Listen, release your faith. Expect something today. You know, um, we found this out. We get what we expect. The more we expect, the more we get. So we say this, engage your heart, receive, open up your heart to receive the word that comes forth today. Amen. How many of you know that it is such a blessing to have the answers of the word flowing in? We take them today. Jesus made a statement. We started this on the previous episodes last week. We started talking about something that Jesus stated. He said, the kingdom of God is within you. Now think of that. The kingdom of God is within you. That means heaven's help is in you. Heaven's ability is in you. Heaven's flow is in you. So you can choose a different flow than what the world is sentenced to. (laughs) You know, you think about it. Those who are unsaved, those who don't know what we've, what we've been taught, those who aren't born again, um, they don't like their flow. (laughs) They don't like their flow. How do you, how do you know? You say, Pastor Nancy, how do you know that they don't always like their flow? Because on Friday night, they go to places. They go to places where they can drink and have parties and stuff. Why? They're, they're looking for a better flow and you can't fault them. (laughs) You can't fault them. The the daily flow of their life does not satisfy or fulfill. Thank God. God gives us a flow as his children to have a flow that satisfies, that fulfills our hearts and makes life sweet. And so that flow is in us. Why? Because the kingdom of God is in us. Listen, God invites us to live in the flow of the kingdom before we go to heaven. And uh, what a joy to say, I don't have to go there before I can live there. I can live there before I go there. And so uh, there is a flow. Remember what Jesus said? He said that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. That, what is that? Out of your belly shall flow. There's a flow to that. That flow that is to flow out of you. What is your belly? He's talking about your spirit. The center of man's being. Out of your spirit shall come a flow. And notice this, he called it rivers. Well, rivers flow out in a way. 
Why? So that others, by a river, many can gather and they can partake of that flow. That river, that flowing river that's to come out of you is to be a blessing to those you come in contact with. This flow will not just bless you, it'll bless others. But then Jesus said also, he said that there is a fountain that will spring up. The fountain is to water your life. Why? Because a fountain doesn't flow out. A fountain springs up. And so out of our innermost being, out of our spirit is to come a flow that waters our life. But then we're not to stop with that fountain. We're to also let the rivers flow and others can be watered by that flow that's on the inside of us. Where did this flow come from? The kingdom. (laughs) the kingdom of God. Amen. And Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. We so appreciate what Paul stated in, in Romans chapter 14 in verse 17. He gave us even more detail about what this kingdom that's in us. And he said, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So we could say this, this is the flow of the Holy Ghost. He's always endeavoring to lead us into the flow of righteousness, Mm -hmm. peace, and joy. We took five episodes our previous week to teach about righteousness, that flow of righteousness that is in us. What is that? Who we are in Christ, that we're right with God. Why? Not because we've done everything right, but because Jesus did everything right. And he put us in rightness with God. And so that is one flow that is part of what's to dictate our everyday life is the flow of righteousness. Because we're right with God, we can boldly go and claim and lay hold of that which he's made ours in Christ. Amen. Uh, In looking at Romans 14, verse 17, again, notice this. It says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. I see this as a divine order, righteousness, peace, and joy. No, we can know this. There's no joy if there's no peace. And there's no peace if we're not right with God. So when our righteousness is in, is when we're drawing on and walking, Uh, in that rightness that he's made ours, living as righteous, thinking as those that we are made right with him. Um, Notice this will be at peace and then joy will be the flow of our life. Righteousness, peace, and joy are the flow of the kingdom. Why? Because that's what heaven experiences. (laughs) There's no one in heaven that goes around and says, I'm not right. (laughs) I'm just not right with God. No, they have been made the righteousness of God and they're, they're, they're living that out. Well, we can live that out here on this earth. There's no one in heaven not peaceful. There's no one in heaven not joyful. That is the flow that they are enjoying in that location. And Jesus said, I don't want you to have to wait till you go there before you become a partaker of that flow. So I'll put the kingdom in you. The flow of the kingdom is in us. Now, because it's in us, we have to recognize what's in us. Why? So that we draw on it. Because um, just because it's in us, we have to be a partaker of what's in us. You say, well, Pastor Nancy, can you have something in you and not be partaking of it? Certainly you can. You can go to my house right now, look in the pantry. No, you can't really go, but (laughs) hypothetically, right? (laughs) If you were to go to my house, 
Um, I have things in my pantry. I have things in my refrigerator, in my freezer. I'm not partaking of right now. Just because we have them doesn't mean we're partaking of them. God stocked the shelves of our spirit Mm -hmm. with all the blessings of heaven. Everything that heaven itself is enjoying right now. God has stocked the shelves of our spirit with that. Well, Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. One of my favorite translations says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with everything that heaven itself enjoys. So Jesus wanted us to live days of heaven while we're on the earth. Thank God for that, right? That's what he put in us, the kingdom, the flow of that kingdom. But we have to be skillful at drawing on the righteousness and the peace and the joy so that we don't go through life partaking of the flow of the world when we had the flow of the kingdom in us. Uh, Be careful what flow you're partaking of. Be careful what flow you're, you are partaking of. Because just because it's offered you doesn't mean you have to take it. The right. flow of the world is offered you, yeah. but you don't have to take it. The flow of fear will come. Yeah. The flow of worry will come. You don't have to take it. Yeah. You do not have to yield to that flow and become a partaker of that flow, right. but you can turn instead to the greater flow yes. that's on the inside of you, authored by heaven, right. and you can say, you know, I'm going to partake of this flow that's instead. Right. Amen. Amen. Jesus put the kingdom, the flow of the kingdom in us so that we could draw on it 24 hours a day. We don't have to wait for heaven to initiate something. Heaven already did initiate something by putting the kingdom within us. You say, when did that happen? You received it at the new birth. It's at the new birth. Amen. That it came in you. New creature in Christ with a new flow. Now, what doesn't fit us as new creatures in Christ to go around and draw out of a, the old flow. Right. Right. A new creature needs a new flow. That's right. What That's is right. the new flow? The flow of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Not only that, the fruits of the Spirit, all the nine fruits of the Spirit that Galatians 5 talks about are on the inside of you. Love, joy, peace, meekness, temperance, all of these wonderful things. They're of the flow. You can draw on them anytime you want. I love, I love that the Bible calls them fruits of the Spirit because fruit is meant to be picked and eaten. That's good. Just because it's in, you don't leave it unpicked right. <laughs> and uneaten. Pick it and eat it. Amen. What's that mean? It's up to us to partake of the flow that is, that is in us. Why? Because that's the flow that makes life sweet. There's no use in living life troubled. No use in living with a tormented life, excuse me, a tormented mind, a harassed thought life uh, because he offers us the flow of peace. We have to practice at drawing on peace when thoughts that try to trouble us are offered us. We've been, my goodness, in previous episodes, I believe I did 80 episodes talking about the mind, teaching on the mind, recognize fear, recognize thoughts that, that, that rob you of peace and answer them, forbid them. Yes. But sometimes people have, have, if I could say, 
they have been a partaker of the wrong flow for so long that they don't even know how sweet life can be when they partake of the heavenly flow. It's on the inside of you. Amen. It's not out of your emotions. It's out of your spirit because he said the kingdom of God is within you. If you'll learn to draw on that flow that's on the inside of you, it will start affecting your emotions. Amen. Amen. So we see this. Let's look again what Romans chapter 14 and verse 17 says. It says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Look at that. In the Holy Ghost. That is the, ho- that is the flow the Holy Spirit manifests in. Yes. Yes. He's not manifesting in, and he's not leading us into a fear flow, right. a worry yeah. flow, yeah. a doubt flow. He's leading us into this flow. And I would say this, uh, many of you watching, you're born again, no doubt, filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you what? It is right to speak with tongues. It is a divine, yes. Yes. it's yes. divine God talk. Yes. Yes. And it's wonderful to be able throughout the day, take the opportunity to speak to yourself even If you're in the car, you can do it quietly, maybe running errands quietly to yourself. You don't want to do it out loud where others that are untaught hear you Um, because it's just divine God talk between you and the Father. But people can spend a lot of time speaking in other tongues, but if they're not peaceful and they're not joyful, they are out of the flow of the Holy Ghost. They're not in the fullness and moving in the fullness of what God offers us. Amen. Because this righteousness, peace, and joy is, look at this, in the Holy Ghost. That is the flow of the Spirit. So it's not appropriate for us to go to church services and experience the anointing and be at peace and then walk out of the building and be harassed. We're missing it. That's not right. And we should not, we should say, not taking that. I'm not putting up with that because God offers us a higher flow and it's on the inside of us. Now, our job is to become skillful at drawing on it, turning toward it. Um, God said something to me recently because the greater one's in us. One of the greatest privileges of our life is to enjoy the fellowship of God. Living mindful of his presence. We are ever in his presence in the sense that he's in us. Now we need to live mindful and turn our attention toward his presence. God said something to me recently. He said, my presence is, you don't, to experience my presence, you don't earn it. You turn toward it. It's not an earning, it's a turning. It's not, if I read my Bible enough, I'll sense God's presence. If I pray long enough, maybe I'll sense God's presence. You turn toward him. (laughs) Apart from, listen, it's right to read our Bible. It's right to pray. But we can't do that with the idea, I'm going to earn something from God. Amen. We feed, our, we, we feed ourselves uh, the word. We feed on that word so that we come into the understanding and the revelation of what he's already made ours. Yeah. Reading the Bible doesn't make it more ours. No. That's good. You're right. It gives us greater understanding of what he already made ours. And some, so, so much of the time people don't partake of the flow of fellowship of the highest flow of heaven because they're trying to earn it through doing something, through works. When it's not earning, it's turning. 
God said this to me. He said, no one has ever turned toward me and me not met them there. Look at the story of the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. He left the father's house, but when he turned and came back, before he even reached his father's house, the father ran and met him. What's that mean? When we just turn, the father will, he will, he will come part of the way. When he sees us turn, I tell you what, he will turn toward us. And uh, so we need to make sure that we're not turning toward the wrong flow that we turn toward the flow that's in us, turn toward that righteousness, turn toward that peace, turn toward that joy and draw it out. Um, We turn toward it because many times we don't sense the flow of joy. We don't sense the flow of peace. We don't, it doesn't seem like we're righteous. Mm -hmm. So we turn toward that. And we draw it out no matter what we feel like in the face of faults, in the face of failures. Once we've repented, we're, we're made righteous. So we are to turn toward that instead of turning toward, well, I missed it here. I missed it there. I'm not this. I'm not that. It's not about being perfect. It's about turning toward the perfect one. And uh, we have to turn toward our righteousness, who we are in Christ, instead of turning toward who we are in the flesh. Uh, Turning toward our righteousness. Jesus, it's a free gift of righteousness that he gave us. It's a free gift. It's not an earned gift. And we don't become more or less righteous (laughs) through doing works. We're righteous or not righteous. If you're born again, he made you right with God. If we sin, step away from fellowship with God, we can lose our sense of righteousness. But 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Why? Because if we go in a direction that's not right, we step out of the flow of righteousness. So once we repent, we come back into rightness. We're we're righteous. Amen. 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 So in that that we are righteous, we have to turn toward that so we don't turn toward our flesh and say, I'm not this, I'm not that, I failed at this, I missed God at that. Don't turn toward your flesh to find your worth. It's who you are in Christ. There's your value. There's your worth. Amen. Praise God. So we have to turn toward that flow, draw on that flow. Amen. Amen. So it says the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's not something out here. It's not something tangible. It's a flow in you. So when the devil comes with condemning thoughts of the past, when he comes to remind you of all the times you've sinned, all the times you've failed, all the times you've made wrong decisions, don't turn toward that flow. Turn toward the flow of righteousness that's on the inside of you. Devil, I am right with God because Jesus did everything right. He has shared his righteousness with me. So in the face of you trying to remind me, devil, where I missed it, I draw on the flow of righteousness that I'm right with God. Amen. Amen. Now, if we'll, uh, if we'll remember that, draw on that flow, then what, the, what is that going to do? That's going to lead us to the peace flow. Yes. We're not going to be troubled and harassed with condemnation, shame, and guilt that comes by measuring us ourselves in the natural. Mm-hmm. If you ever notice this, when the devil mm, accuses you, 
because he's called the accuser of the brethren. Right. You know what he accuses yeah. you with? Your flesh. The things of the natural. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because he doesn't accuse you with your spirit because the greater one's in your spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So he tries to get you to turn toward the natural, but if you will turn back toward the spirit yes. and say, in my spirit is a flow of righteousness. Amen. I am made righteous and it flows from that place. Right. Yes. Um, Paul would talk about, he said, I know a man in Christ. He was speaking of himself. Mm -hmm. He would refer to himself as one in Christ because he liked who he was in Christ better than he liked who he had been before he was in Christ. Right. Well, I tell you what, when we're in Christ, he gives us a better place to look. Amen. Not at us, but who we are in oh, him. Yes. Um, I was saying it in previous episodes, but I, I want to say it again. Go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and you can download in him scriptures. Mm -hmm. We compiled them for you in one document. There's well over a hundred of those. Feed on those. Yeah. Yes. Download them to your device. You can print them out if you want, but feed on those of who you are in Christ, who you've been made to be, that flow that's on the inside of you. And uh, I guarantee you, if you've been troubled and harassed by fear, bad self-image, it will break all of that stuff Amen. off of you. Yes. Troubled minds mm -hmm. come from accepting wrong thoughts. Yes. Wow. That's right. The devil offers wrong thoughts, but you don't have to take them. Yeah. Don't entertain them. Don't turn them over in your thought life. If we're going to enjoy the flow of heaven, righteousness, peace, and joy while we're on this earth, we have to pay attention to our thought life. Yes, we have to, uh, we have to cast down yes. that which doesn't lead us into peace, yeah. that which doesn't lead us into joy, that which attacks our righteousness. Yes. Pastor Nancy, how do you attack your righteousness? You talk about your faults, your failures, mm -hmm. your weaknesses. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Instead, talk about who you are in Him. Yes. Yes. He's my victory. Yes. He's my peace. Right. He's the one that's done it all right, and He's made me a partaker of His rightness. Yes. Therefore, I am righteous. Yes. So you have to pay attention to your thought life. Yes. You know, that's a fresh thought for some people. Mm -hmm. They have just let their thought life just go in any direction without yeah. even recognizing that you have to put a restraint on your thought life. Yes. I remember growing up um, in Oklahoma, grew up in Southwest Oklahoma. My dad was a cotton and wheat farmer and we lived in a, in a smaller community. Um, for the first eight years, I lived in a little town called Olusty, Oklahoma. I, maybe a couple hundred people, maybe. Then when I was eight, we moved to Altus, Oklahoma. And um, so I was in those two places the whole growing up years. And down there, we had lots of thunderstorms. Uh, the thunder rattles the walls, yes. you know. Yes. Out here in California, we don't get that the same. <laughs> you miss hear, seeing the lightning and the th hearing the thunder and stuff, but there we got it. Yeah. And I remember being little, little, little in, in Olusty there in Oklahoma. And in the middle of the night, you would hear that thunder and it just rattle yeah. the walls. And you'd want to run, you'd take off running toward mom and dad's room. Right. She never let us in bed with her. 
<laughs> there were four kids. She said, "You're not. Y'all are not crawling in bed with me." But I remember going in there, and uh, I, I would I'd be crying. That thunder would frighten me. And she said, oh, "That's a good thing." She said, "Listen to that. Doesn't that sound great?" Don't you love it? And I'm thinking, no, I don't love it. But what was she doing? She was teaching me, don't let your thoughts run away with you. She taught me put restraint on those thoughts. Thoughts that try to frighten you, put restraint on those. Don't let them. And so little things, everyday things she taught us have restraint on your thought life. Well, the word teaches the exact same thing. It's called the renewing of the mind. Why? Because if you don't put restraint on your thought life, it will impede or hinder the flow of the kingdom of God that's on the inside of you. You will not enjoy the righteousness, the peace and joy, those flows as you ought and as God designed for you to enjoy. So part of enjoying this life of righteousness, peace and joy, anything that is any thought that's against that, you reject it. That's you resist it. But why do people not take a stand against it? Many times they don't even recognize it. They have lived with troubling thoughts, fearful thoughts. They have lived, if I could say this, pushing themselves down in their own estimation for so long that they are undermining their own righteousness. When you talk, when you're mindful of all you've done wrong, all the places you missed it, your wrong decisions, mm-hmm. the wrong directions you've taken in life, the, maybe the wrong marriages you got into, maybe the wrong business you started, maybe losing your home or losing your business. You entertain all that and you feed on that and it will weaken your sense yes. of righteousness. Right. Now, you, you don't lose righteousness, no. but your awareness of your yeah. righteousness, yeah. you're undermining it. Right. Yes. Instead of being mindful of where you missed it, say, thank God the blood of Jesus cleansed me and put me back as though I never missed it. Therefore, I am authorized. Once I've repented of anything I've missed, once I've repented of that, I'm clean from that. Therefore, I can stand back up on my righteousness and talk about who I am in him. Therefore, my faith can be bold to receive instead of dismissing myself from receiving because I'm mindful of where I've missed it. Sin consciousness, being conscious of all your sins will weaken your faith. But being conscious of your righteousness will make you bold in faith and you'll be receiving miracles and healings and answers Mm -hmm. for your life. Amen. Amen. I tell you what, these things are so important for us to get hold of. Stop putting up with the wrong flow when heaven offers us its flow for our everyday life. Don't turn toward the wrong, don't turn your attention toward the wrong flow. It will rob you of the highest flow. These are some of the things we've been talking about in my book called Peace, Living Free From Worry. We want you to get your copy if you haven't already. You know, I have people that they buy these books by the boxes and they hand them out to friends. They go witness with them. They hand it to people on the road because what are people longing for more than anything in this life? Peace. Peace. Well, I tell you, outside of Jesus, there is no peace. So receive him. Make him yours. (laughs) Amen. And uh, we want you to get your copy today. You can go to DufresneMinistries.org and let us know that you want your copy and we'll get it right to you. And until next time, remember this. Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. 
It is possible to live untroubled and undisturbed even in the presence of the enemy. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, Peace, Living Free from Worry, she teaches how to close the door to worry, fear, and doubt. Order now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.